Welcome to Mutt's Monthly with Stuart Simons and Julie Harris. Mutt's Monthly is a super friendly podcast celebrating everything dog with a special emphasis on the professional grooming industry. Remember, our views are our own, so sit back, relax and enjoy. Hello everyone, today Julie and I are joined by Anastasia Woff. Anastasia is a, a Emmy Pet distributor. She's an all-round dental ex- uh, expert as far as cleaning teeth for dogs go. So welcome Anastasia. Thanks very much for having us on the show. Um, welcome, it's lovely to be here. It's so exciting <laughs> because I feel we feel like dog grooming is taking a complete new turn. Um, what we've oral hygiene because it used to be such a, a thing not done in well first of all it was something that was really done in groomers mm-hmm. and then suddenly we were told not to do it and now there's this all this new amazing technology that means that we can do it uh, and it's so exciting that we can talk to someone that's an expert in it and we can discuss exactly how it works so what, yeah. what got you first into Emmy pet then tell us all about it um well, I feel that like I was a little bit late to the party because I um I got my Emmy Pet toothbrush probably about three years ago now. Um, so it had been out for quite a while before I decided that I was gonna invest and get the equipment for my own salon. And I'd seen it at Master Groom in Scotland. I think I'd seen it in about 2017. But I sat on the idea of um actually purchasing the equipment and I sat on the idea for about 12 months. Because I am a bit of a procrastinator like that, but I think a lot of groomers are the same in that they want to they want to purchase the equipment, but they're thinking to themselves, does it work? Um, it's quite, yeah, yeah. you know, a bit of money to shell out at the time and they're thinking, are they going to see the results? Are the clients going to take them up on the offer of, you know, actually getting the dog's teeth cleaned? So I sat on the idea for maybe it's about 12 months and I actually purchased the equipment myself Um I think it was about 2018 but because I've got a little chihuahua and a daxi um you know the smaller breeds are prone to having bad dental problems anyway um my dogs are relatively young but then I was thinking you know later in life they could get problems they might need vet dentals so I thought even if I buy the equipment and I just use it on my two dogs it's going to pay for itself um so I got the equipment I used it on my own two dogs, maybe for about a fortnight. I seen some amazing results. I got some fantastic before and after pictures. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to use this in my salon. Um, So I put some before and after pictures on my social media and said, would my clients be interested in this? Luckily for me, all my clients came forward and they were like, yeah, yeah, I really want to, you know, book my dog in for this service. Um, so I'd kind of held back off of getting the equipment and I'd held off for a good 12 months. But when I actually implemented the service at my salon, um, the toothbrush had paid for itself three times over in its first month. So I was quite blown away with the uptake. So it's called, um, it's called, I just want to go back to the very, very basics for people that aren't groomers and don't necessarily yeah. know. And just for the like public that might be listening, it's yeah. called the Emmy Pet, E-M-M-I. Yes. And it's uh, it's a non-intrusive, isn't it, um, way of cleaning your dog's teeth. And we can we yeah. can offer it in our, in dog grooming salons. Lots of professional dog grooming salons are offering this treatment now. So if so, obviously, is it something that people can use at home? It's definitely something that can 
dog owners can use at home. And I always say that prevention is better than um, than cure. So if you can start it from a really young age with your dog and you're doing it, you know, sort of weekly, you know, you can really prevent dental health problems from occurring in your dogs. So by the time dogs get to the age of three, I think it's about statistically about 80% of dogs have some form of dental health deterioration or disease so it's really really important to start off in the right habits and with responsible pet ownership you know you want to look after your dogs you want to take care of their health and welfare so it's definitely something that can be done at home as well by by dog owners you mentioned about um small dogs are more prone to it so we always know the little ones are do you um do you do any cats or anything like that if you do cats I've never been brave enough to do it on cats, but I know some groomers that do. And my uh, dog salon was very much um, a no cat salon. Um, I just kept it completely to dogs. But I know that some grooming places do do the cat grooming. Um, You can use it on cats. You can use it on any sort of mammals. You know, you can use it on horses. You can use it on you know, whatever sort of small mammals that you've got at home, you could use the Emmy pet on. Um, but I would say with cats, you know, if the cat's got a good temperament and it's quite laid back, you know, you could um, wrap the cat up in a towel. You could clean its teeth that way. It's not something that I've done, but I have seen videos of groomers that have done the teeth cleaning on the cats and it's just as effective. And is it the same toothpaste that you use for a cat as you would have for a dog? Yeah. Uh-huh. So on the toothpaste itself, I think it's got the Pet logo and it's got a picture of a dog and a cat on the toothpaste. But yeah, I think like some of your cat breeds like Persians, I've kept Persians through my life and Persians particularly are prone to dental health problems because of the, the shape of the face and everything, you know, all the bits of cat kibble can get stuck in the little um, crevices in the teeth and things. So yeah, you can you can clean cat's teeth, but it is so, not something I've done. So, I mean, I'm used to, well, as a dog owner and not as a groomer, talking, putting my, taking my dog groomer hat off. I remember um, whenever I've cleaned my dog's teeth, I've got a little thing that goes into the end of my finger. It's like plastic and you scrub away and that's sort of how it works. This is a completely different thing, isn't it? So to explain this, how, explain to us exactly, sorry, I'm so bunged up. But if you can, <laughs> it's all right. Explain to us exactly how it works. So you've got um, your EmiPet toothbrush, which is a handset and it uses ultrasonic waves. So the ultrasonic waves pass down the handset and there's actually in in each toothbrush head, there's a little chip called a piezo chip. And it's the piezo chip where the ultrasonic waves hit that piezo chip and then they come up through the bristles and it's the actual ultrasonic waves that, that work all the magic. So they travel up the bristles and it's those waves that um, they actually remove all the impurities. So removes any bacteria and um, breaks down the plaque and tartar that's around the teeth and the gum line. But um, the actual waves pass 12 millimeters into the actual gums. So like your finger toothbrush and ordinary like um, manual toothbrushes that you might use on dogs like little plastic ones they won't actually penetrate down into the gum line and get rid of all the bacteria that way as well so that's why the emipet's really really good because it'll kill things underneath the surface as well so all your bacteria that's down there so if if you if it kills bacteria um 
<clears throat> why is there the need to have a, a single toothbrush for every other dog? Because surely the toothbrush has got no bacteria on it at all or anything. Yeah, well, there is this argument because there's obviously two different brands of um, ultrasonic toothbrushes that are on the market at the moment. So you've got your Emipet, you've got your Cleany Teeth. Um, your Emipet is one brush head per each client and your Cleany Teeth is one universal brush head that goes between, you know, a multitude of clients and you've got, um, so they have like one toothbrush that you use on, on different clients. With Emipet, it is one toothbrush for each client. And although the ultrasonic waves will, um, it actually kills all the bacteria and things like that. So you could argue that as long as it's rinsed and things, the ultrasonic waves are cleaning all the bristles. But the beauty of the Emipet is that the piezo chip is actually in the brush head itself. Um, so if that piezo chip gets damaged, you only need to um, replace the actual brush head, which is a cost of about five pounds. Um, and I think on the other handset that, you know, the other brand, the piezo chip is actually in the handset itself. So, so you've you need got a, a complete set again. Yeah. 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 What, what about doing the uh, brachiocephalic breeds? You know, the ones because we have trouble with the pugs trying to get their incisors because... Yeah. You know, it's like it's like it's going on a mystery hunt, really, isn't it? When yeah. you're trying to find them, yeah. Yeah, pugs pugs can be quite difficult because um because of the you know brachycephalic shape of the you know the dentition and everything that can have overcrowded teeth, but they've also got like a lot of tissue inside, um you know the cheeks and everything. They've got a lot of tissue there, so it's kind of trying to find the teeth can be a bit difficult on a pug. Um, but it's just, you know, practice and getting getting the right angles. And, you know, some of your dogs, if they're a little bit fidgety, you might have to, if you've got an assistant there, somebody that can hold the dog. But pugs are one of the trickier breeds to do. So I noticed that when we've used it in the past, it doesn't vibrate. Mm -hmm. It just is just literally an on and off switch and then there's a little green light. Do you think that if it had some kind of vibration psychologically, it might feel like it's actually doing more of a job than we feel like it is at the moment. That's my personal yeah. opinion is that whenever, whenever I've used Emmy pet or cleaning teeth, mm-hmm. um, it's, there's no vibration and you don't know whether it's on or off. And many times I've accidentally clicked it off and I'm still standing there for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> I've done that. I've done that. And you get bored very easily. Don't you Stuart? Uh, well, you like, know. Oh, you want to see he wants to see a bit of action happening while yeah. he's doing it. <laughs> I, do, I, need, I need something to tell me that it's working. Yeah. And I feel like that's my problem with Emmy Pat is that at mm-hmm. the moment, without any kind I know you don't, the dogs aren't gonna want any vibration, and so it's much better for them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there needs to be some even if there's music playing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like a little Disney theme tune yeah. or something. Yeah, I need I need something like do, 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 whilst it's working to know that it's on because it is so. It, there's just literally no vibrations, and so you kind of start to um, question as to whether or not it actually does anything. Yeah, and I get a lot of people because obviously I'm a Emmy Pet distributor and I sell the toothbrushes to groomers, 
Um, and sometimes, you know, I send the instructions out to them, which explains that it doesn't vibrate, it doesn't make any noise, and it's only the green light that indicates that it's working. But sometimes um, the people that I sell the brushes to, they don't read the instructions, and then they're like, yeah. get into a panic, and they're like, oh, is it not working? Because it's not making a noise, it's not vibrating. Because we've got so used to our own electric toothbrushes at home that, like, make the vibration noise. But I think from a from a dog um, point of view, it's a lot nicer and kinder for the dog that it doesn't vibrate because the dog will be calmer because it hasn't got you know a vibration in its mouth um i've actually tried the toothpaste on a clean brush head and i've put it against my own teeth and if i sit really 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 quietly and i really focus on the on the toothbrush i can feel like a really mild fizz so then i know that it's working um so I've tried it on myself just to see, but I get what you mean that because you can't see anything physically happening, then it doesn't feel like it's doing anything. And also because, your hand covers, your hand tends to cover the light, doesn't it? So you're kind of like trying to, you've got it where you want it and you're like, oh, did I actually turn it on? And then by the time you've manipulated, the dog's gone, oh, I don't want it in there anymore. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I think you should, I think you should give that feedback back as you are a distributor. I think that's very valuable feedback. I Stuart think the light should, music. Perhaps you could strobe or something, Stuart. Perhaps it's the light strobe. I'm happy to sing. If you want me to sing some kind of doggy no. centric song that we could maybe play Record. to record. <laughs> I think that would be a brilliant idea. And every time it's played, I'd get a royalty. <laughs> <laughs> um so once once these little fabulous little uh what are they? Um, bubbles of fabulousness. Nano bubbles. Nano bubbles go into the to the tooth and the gum, and you know I, that was really interesting about the 12, 12 millimeters. Twelve millimeters into the into the gum line. Yeah, that's really interesting. So once that's happened, and do you do a certain amount of visits, and then do you start picking away at whatever's there? Because I know it comes. You can also buy little, little wooden picks, can't you? Yeah. So you've got two tools with the Emmy pet. You've got the um, You've got the rosewood sticks, which are little picks for little soft wooden sticks for flicking off heavy tartar. And then you've got a tool called the eraser, which is like a mild, I want to say it's like a really, really fine nail file texture. Um, so you can use those two tools. So your rosewood sticks is for thick, heavy tartar and then your um, tartar eraser, that is for once you've done a course of EmiPet, if you're left with any little fine, um, little stubborn stains right at the end of a course of treatment, you can just use it and you tickle the teeth with that tool and it just takes away any last little stains. Um, but I tend to do quite a few sessions first to soften the tartar and the plaque and break it all down. And then I would use the tools. So when you say quite a few sessions, what's your average sort of, amount of visits and how how frequently because I saw on mm. your on your Facebook page you said about um somebody just been in for a 10-week block yeah. so is that one day a week for 10 weeks it's completely individual well you'll know if you use the Pet yourself in your own salon it's completely individual to the dog and the amount of tartar on the teeth so you might get two dogs with exactly the same sort of buildup of tartar on the teeth but depending on that dog's age, its lifestyle, its diet, how long that tart has been sat there for, those two dogs could take a totally different amount of sessions 
for that tartar to budge and shift. So I never um, will say to my client, I think this is going to take three sessions because they will absolutely hold you to that. And it's obviously understandable that every client will want to know how many sessions is this going to be and how much is it going to cost? Um, I feel it's a lot easier to answer questions like that when it's things like dog grooming. You can look at a dog and say, well, this is going to take an hour and a half or this is going to take, you know, two hours. But with um, the sessions of Emipet, you don't know until you start working with those teeth how many sessions they will need. So if I've got a dog with really heavy, thick tartar that walks into the salon, I would be making them buy a block course of 10 sessions. Now, I might not need to use those 10 sessions. I might get session five and the teeth might be perfectly clean. Um, but I've made them by the block. So for me, um, it's a lot easier because they're more diligent and they'll turn up to the sessions when you ask them to. Um, whereas if they're just paying as they go each time, it might get to like session three and they're thinking, you know, how many more sessions do I need? How much is this going to cost? What's the difference between tartar and plaque? Um, so your tartar is your thick, heavy, you know, where it, it builds up. So um, tartar is like calcified plaque. So if the plaque's allowed to just build up around the gum line and if that calcifies over time because it's just getting left and it's not getting brushed away, it builds up, then it thickens and it hardens and it becomes like calcified tartar, which is the thicker stuff. So they're kind of like the, both the same thing, but one's like the beginning of the journey and one's the end. Yeah. Uh, so I've always wondered that. I've, I think I've been told that about 10 times, but I always forget. Uh, it's quite it's interesting. See if you can think of ways to remember that, Julie. I've tried to. I I'll remind you. Mm, yeah. And, and did you know did... that? Did you know the difference? Of course. No, you didn't. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, Anastasia, <laughs> to have... Oh, sorry. No, go on, carry on. And if the plaque and tartar is just left to progress, then it actually just, um, you know, then you get your gingivitis, which is your gum disease. Um, and then it's easier for bacteria and infections to get into the gum line. And then you get periodontal disease, which is like breaking down of all the supporting structures of your teeth. So it's like when the, um, the root starts to, to deteriorate and then the teeth get wobbly and eventually they'll fall out. Um, I did have a client that had a cockapoo and the client was bringing the dog in for regular grooming, but we kept saying this dog's teeth really bad and you must go to the vet with, with this dog's teeth. Um, and it was just falling upon deaf ears. Oh. And then uh, my employee had the cockapoo in the bath and she was like scrubbing away at its muzzle with the shampoo. And then um, something fell out in her hand when she was scrubbing the muzzle and it was only the dog's molar. And it fell out in my employee's hand and it was just like rotten. It was just black and it had just fallen out. And when we shown it to the, the client, when she came to pick the dog up, it was, uh, yeah, just, she said, oh, it must have been ragging with its toy a little bit, you know. Uh, so that was, uh, yeah. You're, you're not, you're not going to win. No, it's never no. going to fault, is it? So have vets... Um, given you good feedback on this have you had some good conversations because i know that there's a, a camp of some are for groomers doing it and some are against mm -hmm. groomers doing it the most of people that i've spoken to if as long as it's ultrasonic they're happy mm -hmm. yeah. what have you found 
Um, I think it can be a bit 50-50 and it really just depends on your local vets and how supportive they are because obviously for many, many years, vets have had, um, you know, the lion's share of doing dogs, dealing with dogs' dental health. Um, but now there is a more holistic alternative where groomers can prevent dental health problems from developing. Um and I think you can have a beautiful, harmonious relationship with your local vets if they want to have that relationship with you. So you um, are checking dog's teeth. If you're offering the service, you check the teeth every time you're grooming a dog. And, you know, there'll be a lot of times where the teeth are too far gone for you to deal with with the Emmy pet. So you say, go to the vets, go to the local vets and go and get a dental work done. Um, and likewise, when vets do dental work on the dogs, they want to make sure that the dog's teeth are being well maintained so they can say, you know, go to the groomers down the road and have that ultrasonic teeth cleaning done and that'll just help maintain the teeth. I'm saying that, you know, it really depends on the local vets because I know that some vets are on board with it and some vets maybe not so much. Oh, it's, very inter- it's very interesting because it's just always been such a sort of uh, 50-50 thing with vets is there, and I think is there a qualification that you can take though that kind of proves to a vet that you know what you're doing um it's very much like grooming and then it's not regulated and you don't need a formal qualification to offer the pet teeth treatment um i offer zoom online training courses because i'm a qualified teacher um and i taught animal management at college for 12 years before setting up my own grooming business and I've been doing the EmiPet for three years and and I'm also a distributor so I've set up a training course and it just amalgamates my three years of knowledge of using the EmiPet system so it kind of if a groomer was wanting to implement EmiPet into their business then I teach them everything that I've learned um, all of the things that they need to know about EmiPet, so how it works, different techniques of how to use it, and also a little bit about pricing and marketing the service to the clients and things. But there is no formal requirement, although if you do do the training, you're going to feel a lot more confident to add the service to your business and to take it forward. So how, much, how long does each session take normally? How, how long do you book out in the diary? For an intro session, I always put an hour in the diary because I do a full consultation with the client. Um, because sometimes you, you know, you do an EmiPet on, on dogs that you know really well. So it might be Fluffy that's been coming to your salon for the last five years and you know Fluffy's temperament inside and out. But equally, you might be taking a new client that's just specifically come for Emmy Pet. You've never met that dog before, so you want to consult fully and check that dog's behaviour um, before you're taking it into your salon and, and you know putting a toothbrush in its mouth for the first time. Um, but I like to have an hour so that I can take that session really slowly um, and use positive reinforcements to get the dog used to the toothbrush before I, you know, I like Do to have you, um, the We've had a couple of dogs that we've um, sent the toothbrush home with the owner as well. Yeah. Kind of gone, you know, do a bit of practice at home. I mean, yeah. whether they do or not is negligible. But, yeah. um, you know, I kind of, it does help if they can get them a little bit more used to them. We also yeah. find that after a couple of sessions, they, they become a bit of a toothpaste for as well, don't they? They're like, <laughs> I really... Give me more. Give me more. I want more yeah. toothpaste. 
They really some love dog, the taste. Some dogs really like it, and they'll like just keep trying to lick the paste off the off the brush. Um, my little Daisy. Is there anything, Daxi, is there anything specific like. in the toothpaste? Um, so the toothpaste's just formulated to work with the um, with the Amipet toothbrush to break down the plaque and the tartar. So I get asked a lot. Um, can you use any old toothpaste with this brush? But I would always use the Emipet um, toothpaste just to make sure that it's working properly with that toothbrush. And do you know if it, is it minty or did it taste of anything? Bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just do think, don't you? Bubble gum. Did you say bubble, bubble gum? gum? Yeah. Oh. And I've used it as toothpaste at home. If I've run out of my own toothpaste, I just get the dog's toothpaste and I've used it on my own teeth. Oh, it tastes of bubblegum, does it? Yeah, it's quite nice. Because oh. every because the, the ones that you can get from the shop, a lot of them are liver, aren't they? Liver and... Yeah, like, or chicken, chicken or beef or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I can't think of anything worse than going to bed after cleaning my teeth with chicken toothpaste. <laughs> 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 I don't know that I'd be like, oh, lovely, nice and fresh chicken. No. <laughs> Gross. Not good. Well, that's been fascinating, actually. It's actually yeah. really interesting to talk through it because it, well, it is something that's only just really recently started to come out. I know that you say that you only did it three years ago and then mm-hmm. it was out before that, but that's very new, really, yeah. in comparison it's, to lots of things in the grooming world. It's the biggest sort of dental re- revolution that I've ever seen for dogs, um, you know, because I've been working in the pet care industry for quite a long time myself, but it's the, it's the, it's a most revolutionary thing that I've seen for dogs' teeth. Um, and from a grooming perspective, I think it's a, a much um, easier way of making money because you can brush um, quite a lot more teeth within, like, say, a two-hour time frame than you could. That time frame, you might only get one dog groomed, um, but you could maybe do, you know, six sets of teeth. And I think from a, from a groomer's point of view we've got to look after our bodies it's a lot less wear and tear physically for the groomer so I'm all for offering Emipet as an add-on because I find it a lot easier way to make money and it's a lot kinder on the body but also what about how many clients do you sort of how much has it increased your business what would you say um so when I started offering Emipet uh like three years ago I found it added probably about an extra £8,000 to my business in the year. Um, and that was, I wasn't having to add any extra staff or anything like that. We just sort of like built it into the, the day. So I might put a little Emmy pet at the start of the day and the end of the day, and I just kind of worked it like that. So it wasn't really any extra man or woman power as such. It was just, um, you know, and it, it definitely increased the revenue. And for the price of what the toothbrush cost me, which was, you know, a couple of hundred pounds at the time, it just, it just continued to make money, which was brilliant. And of course, it avoids dogs having to go under general yeah, anaesthetic. Yeah, which is always um, a worry for owners, especially as dogs get older. Um, as, as a dog gets older, the anaesthetic risk gets higher and they're not wanting to put the dogs under anaesthetic. And especially with your Brassiocephalic breeds, like, you know, I've heard of clients sending pugs for dentals and they've nearly lost their life under the anaesthetic. So those type of owners would, you know, if they've got a different option for them, then it's a lot, a lot better. 
how many grooms do you tag the Emmy pit onto? It's just that from our, my experience in the salon is I tend to only see teeth when they're bad and we're, mm -hmm. we're fixing. Um, we do very, we probably only do a handful of like preventative, you know, every six weeks they come in, they mm -hmm. also have their teeth done. So the, what, mm -hmm. what's your ratio with that? Um, so I became a little bit obsessed about teeth and obsessed about EmiPet. So um, ratio wise, you know, quite a lot of my clients would would take the EmiPet up. So maybe about 50, 60 percent of my clients were all on EmiPet. So it was quite a good uptake. Um, so, yeah, but they would come and, you know, if the teeth were quite had a quite a heavy, thick tartar buildup at the start, we would see the dog weekly. And then once the teeth had got to like, you know, a nice aesthetic state, so all the, the dental enamel was nice and clean and white again, the gums were pink and healthy, then I would put them onto maintenance sessions, which would be every four to six weeks. So they would just come to get the maintenance done. And the maintenance is really important as well, because you've got to educate your clients that they must come every four to six weeks, you know, for and just keep continuing to come for the maintenance sessions. Otherwise, the teeth can quickly slip back to the way they were before. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. We've got a, a couple of little toy poodles that we do. And um, if they don't come regularly, then it does it does slip back. Most definitely. It, does after, it does after a dental as well at the vets. Yeah. You know, as they've had it done, within about three weeks, it's, it's back. It's horrible. Yeah. And I think that the, the vet's dental is such a you know it's such an expense for the client but it's a big thing and I think that clients are under the impression that they get the teeth all fixed and they look amazing and they think oh yeah well I don't need to do anything now but then usually six months to 12 months they're needing them done again because yeah. they've just got it in exactly the same state which is why you've got to get to the root cause of the problem which is you need to brush your dog's teeth regularly um and Whereas the vet, the vet's dental kind of puts a sticking plaster on it. And unless they're brushing at home or bringing the dogs to the, you know, for any pet, the teeth are just going to go back to that state again quite quickly. And that right there is exactly it, isn't it? So we, we know regular brushing keeps all the nasties at bay. And it's the same with grooming. Regular grooming keeps all the nasties yeah. at bay. It's regular everything with dog ownership. It's all about being regular. And the dog gets, gets into a routine, has a much nicer life because it understands once it's in that routine what's going on this has been fascinating yeah. thank you so oh, much it's, it's the you. same with anything though isn't it with a car you know regular mot and service and yeah. you know we just you know we just need to for some reason we seem to ignore that sort of thing with with dogs sometimes Absolutely. But, uh, but no no really as Stu says really fascinating really enjoyed that so have oh, you got a website you. anastasia that we can direct to um, I've just got social media at the moment. So it is the Dog Tooth Fairy on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and I do uh, fortnightly Emmy Pet training via Zoom. So you can find information on that on my social media. We'll and I put together special business packages as well for any groomers that are interested in getting the Emmy Pet system. So it's got everything that they need to get them started. And it includes the training as well. Amazing. Well, uh, and do you have you? Sorry, Stu. I was just going to say, we'll certainly put all the links on, on uh, and we'll tag it to this podcast. And, and have you got like a supportive page as well where they can come with problems and that sort yeah, of thing? Yeah, so I've got I've got a Facebook group and it's called Emmy Pet Made Simple with the Dog Tooth Fairy. 
So that's a page where anybody can join and they can put, you know, before and after pictures of the teeth and they can ask me questions. Um, and there's lots of information and, and helpful tips on there. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, thanks again for joining us today, Anastasia. Oh, Anastasia thank you. The dog fo- uh, tooth, can't say it. The dog tooth fairy. Thank you so much. Oh, thank, thank you. you.